Shvius Perigdalad Mishnah Zayin 4.7. The Mishnah comes on to a new topic. There's a general principle that one may not waste fruit that is Kedushas Shvius, that is the sanctity of the Shemitah year. That's based on a Pasuk. The Pasuk says that Hashem gives us the food La'achla for eating, and that essentially superfluous word La'achla for eating comes to tell you La'achla, it's a drasha, you're eating it, is permitted. Lola but you can't waste it, which is why if one's ever experienced Shemitah in Eretz Yisrael, you're familiar with how you don't want to leave even one drop of wine at the bottom of the Kiddush cup, etc., if it's Kedusha Shvius, grape juice, etc. Um, so that's the first principle, that one can't waste Peroshvius, has to be eaten. There's an additional drasha, which comes to tell you that even if you're going to eat the food, if it's not yet considered to be edible under normal circumstances, even if you eat it, that's a violation of the halachas of Shemitah. So that's a separate drasha. So la'achla v'lo'lehefsed means that perishvias can't be wasted, must be eaten. But a second drasha, based on the fact that the Torah uses at the end of the parsha on Shemitah in, in the Vekra Chaf Hei Pasuk Zayin, it says, Tieh kol t'vuasat le'achol. All of its produce will be for you to eat. And that extra word, t'vuasa, produce is superfluous, comes to tell you that. Only once it reaches the stage of something that can be reasonably called produce, um, that's when you're allowed to eat it. But prior to that, not. So that means if a fruit is too unripe, um, too early in the stage of its development, even if you eat it, you're in violation of the Lachat Shemitah because it's not yet considered to be tfua. In addition, there's another mention of this word tfuasa later on in Pasukid base, And that comes to tell you that there's actually two stages in the uh, ripening process. There are two different um lines, thresholds that must be crossed, and the two different two different standards, um, which we'll see in the Mishnah here and the next two Mishnahs means there's one standard for eating a small amount out in the fields, uh, let's say, when you're just you're working and you want to eat some something, so you eat some fruit. There the standard is a bit lower. Um, but to bring it home as a harvest, the standard is higher. There's two separate cutoffs for when food is considered to be ripe enough that is considered to be tavua, food that you can eat on Shemitah without violating the halachas of of wasting the food. So we're going to discuss in Mishnah Zayn, Ches and Test, the next three Mishnahs, three special cases. The special case um, of figs, which haven't ripened fully, and of grapes in Ches that haven't ripened fully, and then olives in, Mish- in Mishnah Test that haven't ripened fully. Um, in all of these three Mishnahs, we will also mention another din, a din that's unrelated to Shemitah, a general halacha, a general rule, which is that you can't tithe, take trumas and maestras from fruit if it's not ripe enough. So there's going to be three stages in a fruit's life, if you will, or maybe even four stages in this Mishnah. You have not ripe at all, then you have ripe enough, and then you have fully ripe, if you will. So, um, meaning gemar malacha, it's finished processing. So when a fruit is, fruit is not ripe enough, you can't tithe it. Even if you want to, if you take maestras from it, it doesn't, it's not effective. Um, once it reaches that stage, let's call that for now onus maestras, the time when maestras are effective. Um, although that term is is uh, what the exact meaning of that word is debatable, but not for now. So we'll have three stages at least in a fruit's life. Stage one, not ripe at all. At that point, one could never eat shviyas fruit um, because of lachul hefset and tua. Then the second stage is um, ripe enough but not fully ripe. And at that stage, uh, one could eat perishvius 
and one could take Maestris um, if he wants to. Then there'll be a third stage, um, fully ripened, at which point, of course, you can eat in Shemitah, and at that point, um, the tithing obligation kicks in. It's not optional, it's, it's mandatory. Okay. Within that second stage of ripe enough, um, we will have, um, I'll call it 2A and 2B, if you will, here in our Mishnah. 2A means ripe enough for eating a little bit in the field, and 2B, ripe enough that you can bring it home reasonably and harvest it in, in large quantity back to the house. And therefore the Mishnah says, from when may one eat not fully ripe fruit from a tree in the Shemitah year and not be in violation of this prohibition against eating unripe and wasting, therefore, the fruit? So the first category is hapagim. Excuse me, hapagim. A pag in modern Hebrew means uh, an, um, a preemie, a child that hasn't fully ripened, so to speak. Um, but in the Mishnah, it refers to either generally unripe fruits or specifically an unripe fig. And here, Ram speaks out, we're talking dafka only about unripe figs, specifically. Mishi Azrichu, from the point that, according to Bartanura, they start to get a little bit red. You know, figs start out being totally green. When they start getting some redness to them, that's the earliest time when if you eat that, ochel behem pito basadeh, you can eat them with your bread out in the fields, and that's legitimate, and you're permitted to do it in the Shemitah year. Bichelu, once they reach what we'll call now 2B, you know, ripe enough that they've really begun to ripen in earnest. They're not fully ripe, but they've begun to ripen in earnest. The exact definition of Bichelu is not clear. Bartanura, Rambam, those Tversurel all give slightly different versions of what it means. Whatever the case is, at that point, it's it, called 2B, ripe enough. You can konus lasoch beso, you can bring them, harvest them, and bring them home. And that's, that's acceptable because they're ripe enough to be considered to be food. Even if it's not fully ripe. That same um, threshold of bichelu, when it comes to figs specifically, is enough that in the other years, bishar shnei shavua, in the other years of the seven year cycle, shavua here, not the hay at the end, is referring to the seven year shemitah cycle, not of the week, of course. At that point, chayab maestras, they are obliged in maestras, meaning, um, you can take maestras and it's effective and to the extent that you've done Gemar Malach and brought them home, etc. Again, those halachas are technical and complicated. At that point, um, maestras are effective if you take them from the now certainly ripe enough figs. 